the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnett. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. 612-627-8000 is the number to call. You got to use your words, Kelvin. He's sitting well, there pointing, 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 pointing like we're things. supposed to know what he's talking about. He wants to turn the heat down in the studio. He's a little, a little hot warm. under the collar this morning. 612-627-8000, hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word, hitnergroup.com. Give us a ring-a-ling-a-ling. We'd be happy to help you with any of your real estate needs. And, of course, that first conversation is all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. 612-627-8000. We're going to get to real estate uh, conversation a little bit later in the program. we got Kelly Keegan in the office, and she's a busy gal. So we want to make sure that we get as much time with her as we can. Uh, attorney at law and is an expert in firearm issues in the state of Minnesota. Have you done, have you hit every county yet? I think I've hit about 48 out of the 87. 48 out of the 87. Tomorrow I'll hit 49. Okay, super duper. Yeah. So is there one in particular that you enjoy going to more than the others, or are they all pretty much the same? You know, there is one that I enjoy going to. Um, I don't really want to call it out. Okay. Because, Why because do you I don't enjoy want to ruin it? a good thing. Because the judges there are very firearms friendly. Okay. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm doing firearms related cases, and so it helps to have a good audience. This but must not be it, Hennepin County. It's not it, Hennepin County, it can't be although Hennepin. Hennepin County's gotten better. Okay. Yeah, I think Hennepin and Ramsey have gotten a bit better, actually. You wouldn't think so, mm-hmm. but. Um, they've gotten a bit better in these days in terms of understanding the human side of this and, and meaning people, my clients, I have defendants, right? I'm a defense attorney. Sure. So I'm dealing with people who want firearms, who have had some indiscretions and had some problems and are now kind of climbing back from that. And so they understand that a little bit more in this day and age, I think. Is it the only uh, area of law you practice or can you just touch on before Keith goes down rabbit holes of things give us the broad <laughs> scope of like what is your practice what do you yeah get? so i'm a criminal defense attorney by trade right. i obviously handle criminal cases i do a lot of firearms related cases a lot of self-defense type cases there are a group of attorneys in minnesota who are vetted by the a couple of different firearms groups the united states concealed carry association is probably the largest 
And we are known as attorneys who specialize in Second Amendment law issues. Okay. So they have a response team. Their insurance plans will hook us up. You know, people that call and are in some sort of crisis or situation, they can shuffle them to people that they have vetted previously. We're not associated with them. We don't get any kind of kickbacks or any mm-hmm. kind of affiliation, but they just they've vetted people and know that they have this response team where they can kind of send people to the right place. Right. So that, um, but I also do a lot of really interesting other kind of offshoots related to firearms. I've been doing a lot of cases where people will go attempt a purchase of a firearm, and then the NICS, the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, will shut people down. Either they deny the transaction, they get delayed, and so I work with people to try to fix that and kind of... What are some of the reasons for that? Oh, there's a whole bunch of reasons. Um, What's interesting is the NICS section has historically been very slow to respond to things. Um, When you get denied a transaction, you can actually ask for the reason of why you're being denied. And the feds will give you a reason, and it depends on how much information. If you submit your fingerprints, they'll tell you the exact reason. If it's a case, for example, like a domestic case that you have previously or a felony case that you have previously, they will pinpoint the exact case. But... If you just submit a request with your email saying the reason, they'll just cite a statute. So they'll say, well, here's this cryptic statute under federal law. For example, they'll say, oh, we're denying you because of 18 United States Code 922 G9, which some people may know as the Lautenberg Amendment. It means domestics. But when somebody gets that and they're a layperson, they're like, what, what? is this? Yeah. <laughs> and so they call me and say, you know, I don't, I'm frustrated. And I'll tell you, a lot of people just bang their head against the wall. It's very frustrating dealing with the feds sometimes. But they have historically taken a really long time to respond. And what's, what I'm seeing lately is that they've hired a slew of new people. So the response time is much more rapid. Mm-hmm. But what's rapid mean in your world? A couple of weeks. I mean, we're talking, it used to be rapid. a couple months to a couple of years for people in the really? feds to respond. Yes, it was very frustrating. So now wow. we're dealing with at least a few weeks. Um, if you ask for the reason for the denial, now you can, if you do it via email, you can get it sometimes within a few hours. Okay. So the feds, though, they've hired this new slew of people. And what I'm seeing is that I appreciate the quicker response time, but I think the training hasn't quite caught up to speed because they're now flagging things sure. that are clearly not a prohibitor. Um, If they have any question whatsoever, if it's something that they consider a potential prohibitor or they're missing a T crossed or an I dotted, they don't have a discharge date from somebody for the what date they got done with probation on a case. They're like, oh, we don't know what's going on with this case. And so they flag people. So I'm getting a lot of those calls and helping people overcome some of those barriers. And it's it's very frustrating for people. Um, I'm also doing a lot of gun rights restoration cases. So people who lose their gun rights, it's clear that they've lost their firearm capabilities. And so what I'm makes helping it clear? Them. Um, they have a disqualifying felony. So okay. in Minnesota, the, one of the common misperceptions is that people who have any felony conviction have a lifetime prohibition on possessing firearms. Not true. Mm. In Minnesota, we divide felonies into two categories. There's crimes of violence and non-crimes of violence. If you have... Any felony conviction, you lose your gun rights while you're serving your sentence. But when you're discharged from your probation or parole, we divide people into two categories. If it's a crime of violence, you lose it for life and you have to go back to court and have a judge issue an order restoring it. If it's not a crime of violence, you actually get your gun rights back despite having a felony conviction. Um, But I will say this. People think crimes of violence. Okay, well, that means that if I did something violent, then I'm I'm prohibited, but if right. it's something I didn't, you know, it wasn't violent, then I'm not. It's not intuitive. 
drug possession is a crime of violence in Minnesota. Mm. doesn't have even a, an identifiable victim. So you can't necessarily go off of, well, gee, this is violent or that's not. There's a list of offenses in Minnesota that will prohibit people. Mm. So when you do have a crime of violence conviction, I can help people. We'll go back to court. We'll go in front of a judge and make a case that they should have their rights restored. Domestics are a little bit different. That's another big one. But um, domestics are a different animal than the felony prohibitions. Let's hit your phone number and contact information a few times as you're talking. People are probably like, oh, wow, I wonder how I could reach her. KeeganLawOffice.com. KeeganLawOffice.com. K-E-E-G-A-N Law, L-A-W, Calvin, L-A-W. Thank you. Office, O-F-F-I-C-E.com. Thank you. The dot is a period Thank for you. those of you from Iowa. KeeganLawOffice.com, 612-584-3834. And, Kelvin, there are dashes between that, 612-584-3834. But you don't type that in on your phone pad when you're calling. Thank you. All right. Okay, so you've been to all the counties. Have you seen a change generally in in uh, attitude, I guess I will, over uh, gun issues as of late? You know, one of the questions I get asked is, and this happens every time there's a mass shooting or something going on and with firearms, one of the questions I get asked is, is what's happening, happening politically going to affect my case? The answer I usually say is no. I, and I appreciate that because... You know, the courts are not supposed to be wrapped up in all right. the politics involved. Judiciary is supposed to be this independent, neutral. But arbiter. they're still people. They're still people. Um, every now and then you get a judge that I suspect has some strong views on firearms, mm-hmm. anti-firearms, and I, I tend to avoid those judges. Okay. We have the ability oftentimes to file a removal on a judge, no questions asked. Um, there's oh, really? One that, yeah. And so we oh, can... Is that. there a blacklist then that you circulate? Uh, no, I wouldn't say there's a blacklist. But, <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, there is one judge, and I really respect this, who is very vocal about uh, distaste for firearms. Okay. And so if I get that judge assigned on a case... That judge has said, you don't even need to burn up your removal. I will recuse myself. Okay. I can't be neutral. I can't be impartial uh, on this. And too so strong of feelings. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. That yeah, and I, I, that's what I say. I respect that. You know, thank mm-hmm. you. And that's what a judge is hopefully supposed to do. But generally, the politics and the current events don't impact what I'm doing in the courts that I see. I, I see it. A lot of clients and people that call me up say, you know, the climate's getting terrible. They're going to take away our guns. And I'm like, they're not going to take away your guns. What I do see is the feds tend to clamp down on things a little bit more. And when I say that is the, both the, the, Congress at the federal level as well as the state legislature have a very difficult time passing gun laws. They're very controversial. So there really hasn't been much that's changed on the legislative level. Court cases, there have been some things that have come out that have been very interesting and changed the landscape. But in general, the political climate doesn't really impact what we're doing. It's it's more of, you know, I'm dealing with human beings. We're dealing with defending cases. We're dealing with restorative, you know, people who are, are rehabilitated and should be able to get their life back kind of situation. The law is the law until it's changed, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Go by the letter of the law, hopefully, for the most part. And- yeah, exactly. I mean, the courts do, a, I think, a pretty good job at, at following the law. Cool. We're going to have to break more when we return with Kelly Keegan. KeeganLawOffice.com. Google it. It'll come right up, Calvin. It's no big deal. Thanks, buddy. 612-627-8000 is our phone number. Or log on to our website at any time at HittnerGroup.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group.com. And we'll be right back. (laughs) 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.